Welcome back to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Norman. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. We're in the late spring here. Just finished Mother's Day. Graduation season is in the air. Things seem to be looking up just in general. So I hope that you're having a good day and enjoying the spring. We have a very, very special episode for you, and it's a favorite things episode, and I'll introduce my guest in just a moment. But first, I wanted to give a huge shout out to you all, the listeners, who tune in every week to this podcast, and a special shout out to those of you who've taken the time to rate and review the podcast on Apple podcast or iTunes. Specifically, in the last week or two, here's a few people who've left some reviews. Restore Skills, JSC7, Inabita, I-N-A-B-T-A, Abby's 5C, and Leash76, that's L-Y-S-H. Thank you so much. Taking that 30 seconds to a minute and a half to actually leave even a one sentence review means the world to me because unless I get more ratings and reviews on Apple podcast, there's nobody outside my inner circle that's ever going to find this. Cause as you know, there's, there's a ton of podcasts out there. So if you've ever received any benefit from listening, please consider taking that minute or two to leave a review on Apple. Now back to my guest today. Like I said, it's a favorite things episode. My older sister, Jennifer Denny, is back on. She's been on a previous episode. And now I'm joined by also our younger sister, Jody Murphy. We have fun on this episode. I think we provide a lot of good links for you, good recommendations. It runs the gamut from food to nail polish to headphones to running shoes to books all the way around. What we failed to mention while we were recording, and I want to mention here, is, I mean, they've always been beacons and lights to me, but that our younger sister, Jody had a kidney condition from childhood, and it got to where she was needing dialysis. She had one kidney transplant, and then that kind of ended up failing, whatever, she needed another kidney transplant. Well, you can go on the transplant list, but it could take, you know, years or whatever, unless you can yourself find somebody willing to donate a kidney to you and they're a match. So come to find out, Jenny, my older sister, was a match. And so it's quite a rigorous thing you have to go through in order to do this. But three or four years ago, they wound up, Jenny donated kidney to Jody, and it went well, and things are still going well for both of them. But I mean, what a just total picture of love and sacrifice and receiving a gift from another loved one. So that's a little background about their story. So I hope that that gives you a little light and inspiration as well. And then I hope this episode in general just gives you some key, practical, good, inspirational things to go try out. So please enjoy our first Favorite Things episode. Welcome to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Norman, former perfectionist, people pleaser, and rule follower who woke up one day and realized I'd been living somebody else's dream 
because of my fear of stepping outside the lines. That's why I started this podcast, to interview authors, entrepreneurs, and everyday people who learn to overcome their fears and obstacles in order to live the life of their dreams, to shine the light on how we can live the life of our dreams. Welcome back to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. I'm so excited to have my two of my favorite people in the world <laughs> to join me today. And they are my sisters. And one you met, Jen- Jennifer Denny, on the Share Your Stuff podcast, which was very popular. And now you're going to meet my younger sister, Jody Murphy. Say hello, Jody. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. Today, we are going to have a kind of bonus special episode. We're going to share our favorite things, which, you know, is kind of off topic for this podcast, but I figure if Oprah can do it, why can't I? (laughs) Right? (laughs) But anyway, Jody, since the audience hasn't met you yet, let's learn a little about you. You're six years younger than me. Yeah, right about because you're March and I'm June. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, where are you in the world and what do you do? I am in Spokane, Washington, and that's on the east side of the state near Idaho. And I, um, for about five or six years now, I have a website design business that I do out of my house. Prior to that, I was in radio for 13 years. Yeah. Not on air, but yeah. And I'm going to give a shout out to your website design thing because uh, it's fetching web design and she has designed one of my websites and there's another one coming for this podcast. So I'm about to hit you up for that too. So uh, she does a really good job. to me, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our favorite things, we are sisters. We have gone through a lot of life together and I would describe most of it as Jenny and Jody are chill. <laughs> Jody's very wise. Um, she's always been wise. And a little background: we shared a room for a while. Remember that when we were I do. you were a good roommate. Yeah, and I used to read you stories and play teacher with you. I mean, I always wanted to be teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I think you taught me to read in the alphabet and you were fun. <laughs> but I was always kind of the difficult one, don't you think? I thought you were fun. <laughs> like Jenny said, I listened to that podcast. Like she said, you were kind of the loud one, but I always thought that was fun. Oh, so. Okay. Well, you two are my heroes for sure. You're my beacons of bravery. Mm-hmm. But let's transition into what we're talking about today are favorite things. And we want to give these to you just to give you shortcuts on maybe some things in life that you might not know about and just give you quick links in the show notes that you can find them if you find them interesting. So we're going to do kind of a round robin here. So being as we're, I'm going to go oldest to youngest. So Jenny, we're going to start with you. Your first favorite thing. All right. And mine are in no particular order. They kind of just, I would write things down as they would come to me. This first one that I'm going to list is um, the Discovery Plus Network or the Discovery Plus, 
I don't even know what it is, TV app. <laughs> and it's got all these channels and you pay like $4.99 or $6.99 if you don't want the ads. And my favorite network on there is the Magnolia Network. That's the Chip and Joanna Gaines Network. And they have tons of shows. And the favorite show so far on there is um, Home on the Road. And one of my favorite bands is Johnny Swim. And it's Abner, Abner and Amanda. And they um, it shows their year of um, traveling and touring their musicians. And they're touring. And that's my favorite show. But then there's lots of other ones. There's the one where Joanna Gaines is baking and it's called Magnolia Table. There's one that's called The Lost Kitchen that was really unique. Um, it's a restaurant back east somewhere. And everybody's mails in a postcard from all over the world or whatever. And then they do drawings from the postcards. And that's you get your reservations that way. Wow. And then you get a special night of dinner that's made, you know, farm to table. And it just sounds really, it's all the behind the scenes on that one. And then Zoe Bakes and Restoration Road is um, Clint from Fixer Upper goes yeah. around. And um, he was in the Northwest on one of the episodes. So, but that's my new favorite thing to watch on TV. One of them. Love it. And a lot of that you're, we talked about before, you're very good at baking and you're, inventive in cooking. So I can see why you like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start out with one of my favorite things. And Jenny, I know you have a similar topic on one of yours and mine is Brooks running shoes. Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S. They are the best running shoes in the world. And if you've listened to any previous episodes, you know, I've been running my whole life. I've gone through every, every brand, Nike, Under Armour, every brand of running shoes. And this is the only one that I have used that I have not got injured on running all those miles. Uh, they have headquarters in Seattle, but they ship around the world. My favorite running shoe is the Ghost. But if you go to their website, you can put in kind of your specific things and it will recommend a shoe for you. And so I, re I really recommend Brooks running shoes and also their sports bras. Same reason. So, cool. Hey, can I just pay, this is Jenny. Can I just yes. piggyback on that? And then yes. that won't count as one of mine. Right. And I can have another one. <laughs> the, the socks and Carrie got them for me for my birthday. I think it was. Yeah. And um, they're great. They don't slip. They're super comfortable, slight compression. So Brooks socks. Yeah. Brooks. And I actually, I actually have Brooks shoes, even though I'm not a runner. Okay. So <laughs> I do use Brooks shoes. So, yeah. So I'm a wannabe, I guess, but yeah, they're good. And actually, Jody, I remember when I was in Spokane with you, we went to the Brooks store and that was the first time I'd ever experienced them. And that started me on this whole train so yeah i appreciate you for that as well yeah my local running store yeah. yep okay jody your turn well i thought since i'm talking to you i have to start off with school supplies yeah. because we have that in common a love for nerdy school supplies <laughs> and i can just go spend time in office depot or staples but i was going to pick out a few things specifically one my favorite pen is toll t-u-l uh, right now anyhow and that's an office depot product specifically but you can get it 
on Amazon or whatever, but um, I love the way they write. They are, some people don't like gel, but it is a gel pen. Mm -hmm. I just, I just love it. And then the other two products, especially for doing your own business that I find helpful. Um, one is called Power Sheets and I'll have, I have these links too, but it's a company that really helps you goal plan. And I find it really helpful how they walk you through the process of doing all your goal planning. And then for your day-to-day, -day, I've, I use a paper planner and that is the full focus planner. And that's with um, Michael Hyatt, if anyone's yeah. familiar with them. So I really like that planner. I love that. And actually, I just read something about power sheets today. I'd never oh, yeah. heard of it, but I, yeah. I saw on a Facebook group, they were talking about it. So I'm, I'm going to check that out as well. Yeah. This time of year, they have their six month at a time undated. But um, if you catch it, like in the fall, when they do their launch, you get one year and it's a little bit better deal than doing the six month, but either way, they're great. I find them great. I've done it for probably four years or so. Awesome. About your pens. Um, mm -hmm. Just a funny little story. I don't know if it's funny, interesting story <laughs> for our staff. I work at a school and we did a, I had everybody fill out their favorite things so that if anybody wanted to buy a gift for them, they kind of had, and one of the categories is your favorite pen or pencil. And some people are going, is this a thing? And other people <laughs> were so specific. I mean, uh, it is a thing. So that's awesome. kind of funny. I can't wait to try them all out and see which ones I like. Yeah. I actually just picked up a couple pencils from the same brand that, that I really like as well. Mechanical, Ooh. but very good brand if you're a pencil cool. person. And since you brought that up, pens, Jody, you know, <laughs> there was a brand of pens that we used to get at a local grocery store in Oregon that I loved. They were rounded. They were medium point. I love them. And even after I left, Jody used to go there and buy me some. And we have searched high and low. They do not make these pens anymore. So I'm I'm passionate <laughs> about <laughs> and yeah. I think that's gonna be my next project is making that pen, recreating that pen. <laughs> oh. I loved it so much. Pen revival. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Jody. I do. They're the best. I've looked on every website of every pen company. Yeah. I think they're called Penco. I still have an old one that I found. Of course, it doesn't have any ink, but I, know. Um, I think that was the brand. I think I'm going to need that as a model to send. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, this is the I kept pen it. I want. <laughs> and I'm going to put Beacons of Bravery on it. <laughs> Somebody can 3D print it for you and get it going. Right. Okay. Round one is over. Jenny, let's mm -hmm. start round two. All right. Well, another thing I stole from you, Carrie, you had this five-year journal thing that was yeah. pretty cool. And so I got one for myself and then I bought it for a few friends and they've all loved it. But it, what it is, is a, like a, I think they're called one line a day journals. Mm -hmm. If you Google them, you can find there's all different kinds. And so it goes, each page is a like January 1st and you just write a sentence or two about, I mean, I just wrote down things that happened or some if we saw friends or if the kids did something special or we're out of track meet or whatever and then um so you go through one year and then on that same page the next year you write another entry for the following year so by the time you're finished with the book you have five entries for this you know january 1st as an example you have five years worth of stuff and like right now going through and the pandemic starting a year ago it's kind of interesting to read your thoughts on it a year when you were first into it, whereas now we've been into it a year and kind of how that has changed and stuff. So 
I would highly recommend it. And I'm not a writer at all. I don't like writing. I don't have a lot of ideas of writing, but this is doable. It's just a one or two sentences that you can, it doesn't give you a very big space. So it's one or two sentences of, um, and I wouldn't skip any days, but then I kind of gave myself permission to skip days and that's helped a lot too, to get through it. Yeah. I love that journal and I've used it. And I think it's, it's a good like gateway journal because you only have to write a sentence or two, you know, a lot of times you think, Oh, I've got to write all this stuff. And I've skipped many days, but like you said, it's very interesting when you're this year and you're writing something and you look back three years before and you're Mm -hmm. like, wow, that's where I was. I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's very, very cool. So I love that recommendation. So my second recommendation is food related and it is going to be Tillamook cheese. And I I, I know it's crazy, but uh, Tillamook cheese, they are headquartered in Oregon, of course, and they have a whole factory there and you can tour it or whatever. I love it so much. I, I grew up eating Tillamook cheese that my grandma, and then I moved to Texas. And when I would come home to Oregon, she would send with me a brick of Tillamook cheese because I couldn't buy it down in Texas. But now, luckily, most grocery stores do offer Tillamook cheese. My specific favorite is the sharp white cheddar. Mm. But, mm, it's good. And here's a fun fact. My dog loves this cheese. He will eat it all day long. He wants that cheese. So uh, it's good for both humans and dogs or might not be good for, but, and actually another fun fact, our dad used to work there when he was a young man and it's just a really cool place and they have very great ice cream too, but you can order it online or you can check your local grocery store. Love Tillamook cheese. One lived in Chicago. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. When we lived in Chicago, you had to get it in the, in the specialty section, but I was so excited because when Costco opened there, you could get it regular for like half the price. So if you live in an area with a Costco, you might get a better deal on it. Yeah. Cool. When we were in, we lived in Indonesia for a year and some people we knew that lived over there, he was from Portland area too. And somehow they would get Tillamook cheese mailed to them (laughs) and have it in their freezer in in Indonesia as well. It's internationally loved. What we're saying is it's important. This cheese. It'll <laughs> and I know I, I have Big deal. in Italy and England and France, and I know France has good cheese. And I've been to Wisconsin. They have really good cheese too. I'm not discounting that, but check you out some Tillamook cheese. You won't wear good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jody, your second choice. Well, yeah, um, it's kind of vague, but, um, you know, we all grew up in Oregon. And so I, going back to Oregon is always fun since I live in Washington State now. And Carrie, I know you feel similarly. So I just got back from a trip to Black Butte Ranch. And that's one of my favorite places in Oregon. And just, it's, I've tried to explain it to people where I live. And Carrie, maybe you can relate. It's like, yeah. It's, it's unique. I mean, I know there's other places in Oregon that are similar, like Sun River and other places, but um, just the idea of it is unique in our area where it's like these, the whole community and there's pathways and lots of outdoors things to do and pools and 
you usually rent house with family or friends. And so it's, and it's just beautiful. You're surrounded by the Cascade Mountains and you can go on bike rides to the meadow and hang out with the horses and the cows, um, or you can sit around and play cards. It's just, and as our family, one of my favorite vacations ever is going there each summer. And I, I guess I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about it because we don't want it to get <laughs> too popular <laughs> where people take our spot, you know, no, but, um, but it's, it's a fun time. And that's, it's just really special. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I almost put that on my list, but it is so hard to describe because yeah. I mean, it's, it's this little, I mean, it's a ranch, it's a community, there's bike paths everywhere. I mean, it's just, it's hard to describe, but Black Butte Ranch. I 100% agree with that one. I think the setting, because it's in Central Oregon, the weather is desirable and, and kind of helps with that too. Yeah. Summer's warm, but not too warm. And the winters are cold with snow and stuff. Yeah. Okay, Jenny, on to you. Third round. All right. Well, this one is a practical one. And um, it's every dollar budgeting app app. And I, it's by the Dave Ramsey group, um, but it's super easy. It's user friendly. Uh, it's quick. You can edit down. You can um, link your bank account to it, and then you can download, or it just automatically when you go to it, it just automatically downloads any new transactions that have happened, and then you just use your finger and push on it and slide it to whichever budget. So it really helps. Like, oh my gosh, I've spent nine hundred dollars on groceries already this month, or <laughs> I better stop eating out. I've spent way too much money on the uh, restaurants or uh, it's kind of, it's just a great tracking of your daily expense expenses. Cool. And say the name again. Uh, every dollar is the name. Um, yeah. If you just type in every dollar, I think their website is actually every dollar.com. And it's and in I think the app store. Got one similar it? to it. Yeah. Yes. It's in the app store. You can do phone or website. Mm-hmm. We've, we've been using uh, that that software as well as his software he had before that for over 10 years. We love it. There's a free version and paid version. And yeah, I totally agree. Cool. Okay. You should my, do another one, Jody, because I started that one. Well, I'm going to do my third and then oh. go to Jody. Oh, that's right. That wasn't, that wasn't right. I was just piggybacking <laughs> on what you said. Trying to you out. I was okay. just saying I agree. So mine is Canva. Canva, C-A-N-V-A. It's both an app and a website. And you can design like anything on there. You can do a Facebook post. You can um, design, actually, Jody, I designed a sweatshirt that I made for you. You can put pictures. You can do a PowerPoint. You can do anything on that website or app. There is a free version, which I used for quite a while which you get pictures to choose from to put on your stuff or there's a pro version which is just a few dollars a month and that's what i do now and it's well worth it you can do anything on canva joe do you have anything to say about that i 100 percent agree i use it a lot in work um there's a business version of it but it it's very reasonable on its cost and um, I've recommended it to other people who have to use and they're struck. I was talking to one person who had this whole thing where they were going through PowerPoint to get their, their graphics done. I was like, you need to go to Canva. It's way easier. And 
um, I think I think people um, contribute their designs, and so it's always being updated. And yeah, it's fantastic. And you can get it where you can resize something to different real easily. It's a lot easier to learn than like Photoshop if, if that's hard. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, I, it's great. I love that program. Okay, I hope I didn't take that from you. But let's nope, go you to your third, Jody. <laughs> um, mine was kind of just all things books. Nice. And <laughs> we have that in common too. First of all, the app Goodreads. Um, if you are interested in tracking like your TBR or your to be read list, it's a great way to keep track of what you want to read or what you have read, or you can set goals. You can see what other, you can have friends within there and see what books they like and how you can review. There's so many options there, but that really has helped me kind of keep track of Oh, when did I, what was that book? And I can't, and I know about it, but I can't remember the title, you know, when you want to recommend a book to somebody. So I love that app. I've been using that a long time. And um, I also, I mean, don't discount the library. I love the library for mm -hmm. often I can put a hold on a book that's not even released yet so that I'm kind of like at the top of the list. So maybe I don't want to buy the book, but at least I get to be one of the first people to read some of the favorite authors that maybe come out with stuff. And then also their, um, their digital side of things, a Hoopla and Libby are both good for audio, listening on audio. And then also um, you can download like a Kindle version, stuff like that from your library mm -hmm. through those. So I think those are, those are fantastic. hundred percent. I love seeing your Goodreads updates and your <laughs> ratings and just libraries in general. I mean, that's my favorite thing. I grew up riding my bike to the library and spent hours there. I just love being around books. So I love yes. all of that. Okay, Jennifer, Denny. All right. Oh wait, is it my turn or is it Jody's? She just went. Oh, good read. <laughs> I am, <laughs> hello. Jason. I'm so chill, I'm not paying attention. Um, <laughs> the next one on mine is it's something that I created, but it's adapted from um, a, a person I follow on Instagram, The Neat Little Nest. And she does a weekly reset on Sundays and just gets ready for the week. They get their meals planned and, and stuff. And she's got a form that she fills out basically for what she's going to, all the appointments they have for the week and what they're eating for the week. And so I customized one for our family and on the top half of the page, it's Sunday through Saturday. Um, and I just put the meals down that we're going to eat. And, and then I kind of base my grocery shopping list off of that. And then if I'm not home, the kids or my husband will know to look at that and they'll get stuff out and start dinner sometimes. Um, wow. And then at the bottom half of it, I have each one of our names and each day. And so it really helps like on Sunday or whichever day I usually Sunday when I look at my phone and my calendar and I put it all on there, it's like, Oh, we have to be in three different places at the same time on tomorrow. We got to figure that out. So it kind of just helps logistic wise divide and conquer on who's taking now with our oldest driving, it's not so bad, but at least we know now where he's at certain times or, or if he can help or if we need to drive Nolan one place and then we need to be in another place. So that's been a great, Great tool. That's cool. And I've always envied that about you is that you do kind of plan your week and, you know, meals and stuff. A lot of times I'm just like, I'm the person that goes to the grocery store every day. Because yeah. 
I just don't like to plan that. <laughs> so this is like, health and I'm not stuck to it. Like if, like if I don't feel like cooking one night or if it just doesn't work out, then I'm fine with not cooking that meal that night, you know, and doing it another night, but just to have it, that's the hardest part is planning it in yeah. my mind. And once I kind of made myself do that, it's been really helpful. And my kids, it's so funny. They rely on that. What are we having for dinner? Oh yeah. I'll look at the list and they'll, I don't know. They that's just, cool. it's, it's soothing or, or I don't know, therapeutic for them to see that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, it's McDonald's tonight, kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would, they would, wouldn't mind that if we went out more too. All right. Great. Mine, my next one is a dry erase board that you can get on Amazon. So I was specifically looking for something that was decorative, like looked cool because my home office is kind of in my kitchen dining room. So I wanted to have something up there to remind me the stuff I need to do. I put my grocery list, I put my to do's, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't want it to just be a dry erase board. So this one is called Navaris Magnetic Dry Erase Board. It looks like a light gray, almost shiplap wood. Oh. I, I'll show you guys. I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna turn this. Can you see? Can you see oh, that? Cute. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So it's decorative. I love it. I bought a little, it's magnetic. Like it says, I, it comes with five magnets. I bought a little magnetic pen holder for it. So I love it. And Yay, it, school supplies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, kind of down that nerd, nerd realm, but yeah. it helps me a lot. Jenny's more technical. I mean, Jenny and Jody both are more, um, you can do stuff on your phone, apps, that kind of stuff. I still need to see it. So I remind myself every day, okay, I still got to do that, you know, rather than <laughs> yeah. looking at my phone. So Jody, on to your fourth. So I always thought I had frizzy hair as a kid, <laughs> which I can, I definitely can. But I was watching a video podcast or some sort of podcast where the gal who has really curly hair was kind of describing her hair routine. Mm -hmm. And so I adapted some of those things for myself. And for me, it's been a big game changer. So I just was going to mention a couple things. If you have curly or maybe you think frizzy hair, whatever, and you want to try something else, basically my routine is the, the first thing is called sun bum three in one leave-in. It's kind of like a conditioning you know spray and stuff and it smells good mm -hmm. so I do that first and then I use I think it's Tony and Guy catwalk curls rock amplifier so then I and this is after a shower so my hair's wet spray that in and then I put in this other curls rock stuff all throughout my hair and then I use a blow dryer with a diffuser on the end which was key because mm -hmm. whenever I blow dry my hair in the past it would take 10 hours <laughs> to blow dry and it just looked frizzy and not good so this has been a real game changer. So if you want to try something different, if you think you kind of tend to be on the frizzy end, maybe you just have curly hair and you didn't know it. I wish I would have known it a lot younger that I could have done that. So that's kind of my advice for hair. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's great because you have a lot of hair. Your hair is very thick and, and curly. And I think that's a good promotion. There. It, it, it might seem small, but when I found somebody giving that advice who had curly hair it was like oh maybe that's mm -hmm. an option so maybe that's you I don't know 
you could help one person. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First. Jenny, what's your next one? Okay. Well, on my original list, I labeled it meat browning utensil thing. But um, when I looked it up on Amazon, it's actually called a ground beef chopper. Uh-huh. And it's, it's just like a, it's got a handle. And then at the bottom, it's got like two crisscross things. And I've seen it around a lot more, but anyway, when you're, when you put your hamburger in the pan mm-hmm. and you're going to brown it, you just use that and it just chops it up and makes it the ground beef that you're used to. And it's way easier than a spatula or a, I don't know what else, a wooden spoon or whatever. It's just easy. And they're like six ninety nine. They're not expensive, but it was, and I don't, I wasn't wanting another utensil but I actually got it as a gift and I really like it and I would highly recommend it I have something like that from Pampered Chef yeah I think I did see that the Pampered Chef made one similar yeah that's a good recommendation okay so I'm gonna date myself here my next choice is the Son X-Tronic 800 vertical in-air ultralight sport running headphones okay (laughs) So I've used every kind of headphone, earpiece, everything to run. I have. I mean, people say, just use these little over the ear. You know, I must like sweat more than other people or my ears are weird shape because they all slide out. So these are like the old school wire over the head, but just fit in your ears, headphones, and they work perfectly for me running. They're not the big earmuff ones, you know, but they fit right in your ears. They're on Amazon for $24.99. I usually buy two pair at a time because I don't want to ever be without one. I love these. People can't really see them. You can use them on your computer when you're doing Zoom, whatever, but those are my favorites. Headphones for running. You said they're Bluetooth? They're not Bluetooth. You oh, they're not in your phone. It's old school. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's hard to find old school. So if you're that wow. person that, that needs that, if every other headphone falls out of your ear when you run, you need this. In okay. Your <laughs> I guess I shouldn't run then. <laughs> I agree. That's the lesson. <laughs> okay, Jody. Uh... Um, well, Jenny was talking about food stuff and, and it's kind of, um, probably everybody already knows, but I really like allrecipes.com, mm-hmm. um, for a few reasons. One, you can search by what you want to make, or you can search by what food you have. You can do ver- different variations. Everything's rated. So you can see, if, you know, just because somebody like on Pinterest, the thing that bothers me is you don't know if that's a good recipe or not because mm-hmm. somebody just posted it, but at least on all recipes, it's got ratings from hundreds of people saying, yeah, this worked. And then the other part I really love is people give their suggestions to tweak the recipe and those are also rated. Mm -hmm. So maybe the recipe is pretty good, but then this one person did something slightly different to make it easier or taste better or add something. And so I've like recently I made a lemon butt cake and Mm. there was different suggestions where you put lemon curd and layer it and then you did a variety of things and people loved that cake. And every time I've done something like that from all recipes where I've chosen something and then maybe tweaked it a little bit based on other people's suggestions. People usually love it. So that's been super handy for me and it's free. Yeah. I love allrecipes.com <clears throat> as well. Yep. I use that too. 
All right, Jenny. Okay, I'm gonna stay on the food theme. I, um, and this is a recipe that has evolved and you probably remember Aunt Donna used to make, well, she probably still does, Rice Krispie Treats, but she kind of made the deluxe version with mm -hmm. corn flakes and Rice Krispies and chocolate chips. Yes. And I've made those for years and everybody loves them. Well, we just upped the game. Um, Steve, I know Steve's uh, brother's wife, Deanne, my sister-in-law, she now browns the butter in her Rice Krispies treats and they are so good. So I made, I kind of combined all those things and I made brown butter deluxe Rice Krispie treats last weekend and took them to a friend's house and everybody loved them. Wow. It's so good. So I will post the recipe, but you could probably just, if you make Rice Krispie treats, just add more butter for one thing and then brown it. So you just let it cook a little longer until the milk solids become brown but then immediately take it off because if you let it go too long then it burns and that's burnt not butter <laughs> burnt butter yeah burnt butter is different than brown butter it's uh yeah so but it's the best I've, those are the favorite thing i make for friends when i bring mm -hmm. they're always like oh you made the rice krispie treats and they're not yeah. well brown the butter next time jody i will um, i'll try it out that's legit uh i'm gonna i'm gonna pick that up for sure okay so my next one is a book and Lord knows I have a hard time choosing just one, but one of my favorites here lately is a book called Someday is Not a Day of the Week by Sam Horn. And the subtitle is 10 Hacks to Make the Rest of Your Life the Best of Your Life. I love this book and I, I have it on audio, audible, and I've listened to it like three times. I love it. This lady is very, her name's Sam Horn, but it's a lady. She's so inspiring. And I recommend you follow her on LinkedIn because she posts like the best little um, tips all the time. She's a writer, a motivational person, all of that. But I love that book. So that's going to be my choice for this time. Jody. Oh, this is where I can't I have a hard time narrowing it down. So um, <laughs> I have, so let's go with the genre of podcasts and I'll just hit a couple of my favorites. Okay. So on different subjects. So one is, <laughs> it's kind of funny. If you're like a true crime person, there's the FBI retired case file review. And so it's a lady who is a retired FBI agent who, who interviews for the most part, she interviews other retired FBI agents and they talk about uh, old cases. So I just listened to a two-part series on some bank robberies from the eighties. And so they're pretty fun. They're about an hour long, I would guess. So anyhow, I enjoy them just Ooh, I like it's that. kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one. Another one, if you're an office fan, I enjoy office ladies. So that's, <laughs> that's Pam and Angela from the office. They they're on there. So if you're an office fan, you maybe already know about that. Another one is every little thing. And it's just random. Like they say, if you have burning questions, submit your burning questions. So people, <laughs> they're burning urgent questions sometimes are relative, but I don't even know the random stuff they talk about. But so like one is like, how, <laughs> this is, how clean is the, the public toilet seat? Like using yeah. a liner, is that even worth doing, you know? And they go, and so they'll, they'll talk to an expert on whatever the subject is and they'll find out that information. And you probably don't want to know that one, but it's a good one to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, um, 
it's a lot of random, just different information. So I'll say that one. And then another one that I really like is called the Elisa Childers podcast. And she, she's a Christian and she had a book called, uh, sorry, just lost it. Another gospel. So now she talks about like current, if, if you're Christian, especially it's helpful, like uh, current stuff going on in our world and how that relates to what the Bible says and things like mm-hmm. that. And, and I really like, she used to be a Christian singer artist years ago. And so now mm-hmm. she's gotten into this. She tells her story in the book about going through some stuff and how she came about doing this podcast. But anyhow, I find her really interesting. She's around our age. I don't know. Um, 40s? Yeah, somewhere <laughs> in there. Late 40s, <laughs> mid 40s. What was her name again? Alisa Childers, A-L-I-S-A Childers. So hmm. anyhow, I really enjoy that one too. Good recommendations. Love it. Okay, Jenny. Okay. I, even when I was typing this list up this morning, I was watching this show. I've been binge watching it kind of for a month now. (laughs) So not really binge watching it. It's called, um, it's a HTTV show, but I think it was on other things before. It's a British show called Escape to the Chateau. And it's about this couple, Dick and Angel, who bought this chateau that was totally run down. It's huge, like 40-room, five-story chateau. And they're turning it into a wedding venue and a bed and breakfast. And it's got a moat around it. And so it's just, they're, they're real fun. And they have two young kids. And they have, they've remodeled, renovated the whole thing, top to bottom. I think there's six uh, seasons. I'm on episode five, so I haven't gotten to the most current. But the kind of the funny thing is, is Angel's parents live with them in a in a outbuilding they renovated, and their names are Jenny and Steve, which is my <laughs> name and my husband's name. And so they always talk about Dick and Angel and Angel's uh, parents, Jenny and Steve, um, did this and that. So that's a fun, fun, uh, very in the Angel's super creative and she's always coming up with really cool things that she's decorating or getting ready for venue um, weddings and stuff. A very fun podcast or a TV show to watch. Cool. Love it. And you can watch it on HGTV current and then Peacock TV as you, you can watch the old um, episodes or the first seasons. I don't even know what Peacock TV is, but um, well. <laughs> I think it's an app. <laughs> I don't know either. Sounds so old. When I tell my TV to watch it, that's where it goes. <laughs> I know you can watch old Office on there because you can't on Netflix anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. So it's it's something where it's their shows that they're making them available. Okay, my next one is the, it's a software thing called Audacity. That's what it's entitled. It's a free open source audio software. So that is how i mix my podcast so we're recording on zoom right now so i extract the audio i can ship it to audacity i can clip it down i can cut out all of our ums and ands and mistakes and any of that i can clip my intro and outro to it and i i mean i'm 49 years old i'm not tech savvy there was a little learning curve but it's not bad at all. I love Audacity. And then from there, when you export it as an MP3 or 4 file, it goes to my podcast host, which is Podbean. And then you can 
produce it from there. But I can record a podcast. When I do a just solo podcast, I record directly into Audacity. And so you can do either or. You can record into it and edit, and or you can move your Zoom into it and edit it from there. So I love Audacity. Jody. So I was going to mention a YouTuber that I enjoy watching. Yeah. I, don't, I watch a ton of TV, but there's a couple, the couple of them that I like. So one of them is called The Minimal Mom. And she's just, she's got a lot of, like, I think she posts three times a week. And usually one of them is a, an ongoing project that her and her husband are working on. So maybe they're renovating. They've done a couple of campers. They've done stuff in their house. Um, so that one comes out one of the days a week. It's fun to watch, but mainly her, her name is the minimal mom because she has really pared down their house to very minimal, but it's still very cute. It's not like it's bare bones or anything like that, but I, I love kind of her temperament and her advice that she gives and how she discusses a lot, how everything we have is inventory that we have to manage. And so when you declutter and get rid of a lot of that, then it's clutter. It helpful in your life where you feel freer and not as burdened by all that. And so I can't say that I've definitely gotten all the way <laughs> to where she is. And I don't know if I plan on getting that far, but definitely getting rid of extra things. I find her fun to watch her and her husband. They have a kind of fun relationship and talk about different things. And you said that on YouTube. Yeah. She, she's other places, but that's her main or videos on, on YouTube, mm -hmm. the minimal mom. And kind of piggybacking on that, I'm going to slide one in here. One of my favorite books that really has changed my life is called Essentialism. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jody, do you remember the author? Like, McEwen? Yeah, maybe? Greg McEwen. That's right. That book, I mean, it really, it, it gets to what you're saying is the clutter in our lives clutters our brain clutters everything. I highly recommend that. So sorry, I slid that one in, but that's good. I think he's I got a new book out that I haven't read yet, but I've heard it's he good. Yeah. Okay, Jenna. Okay, Jenny. I'm, I'm um, kind of debate. Okay, I'm just gonna give a, a huge, quick shout out to Christo's Pizza. Yeah. Favorite in Salem, Oregon. So if you're local to Salem area, I love it. They're back open now. We've been closed, open, closed, and then we're all back open now, kind of. So make reservations early and go there and the Christos combo pizza with a Greek salad and a Chian glass of Chianti wine is my go-to meal every time, no matter what. We've been going there for 20 years and that's literally what I get every time. And I just love the atmosphere. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think you are required to have tattoos if you work there. <laughs> um, super chill, super cool vibe. I love it. It's my favorite. And if you're in Portland or wherever, if you ever come to Salem, you should check it out. It's my favorite. I can I can, I can attest to that. Eaten there, done all those things. I love it. Okay, so my next one is, and full disclosure, only been here one time. It's called Salt and Straw Ice Cream. It's a store in Portland, but they have different locations in Portland, down um, California. I believe there's one in Seattle and one in Miami. The reason this ice cream shop is so cool, and I heard an interview with the owner and it made me love it even more. The ice cream's great. 
but they go into a neighborhood or a location and they source from local farmers and local foods and flavorings and they make these flavors especially for that area it is so good and they hand churn it i'm talking in portland when we went there the line was out the door but you don't mind it because when you get in you can literally they have these little teaspoons they'll give you a sample of every <laughs> every ice cream in there and some flavors just to give you an example and also they will ship to you they have a pint club so it's like a membership you can get these different ice creams shipped to you some of the different flavors are the salty donut guava and cheese the rhubarb crumble with toasted anise the chocolate gooey brownie jasmine milk tea and chocolate i mean it's just very unique and um, they actually have one in Disneyland in Anah Anaheim too. So if you're down there, you've probably seen it. The best ice cream. Very good. So salt and straw. I would agree. Super yeah. smooth. It's yummy. Yeah. Crazy flavors, but mm -hmm. be adventurous. Try try to usually work. They're usually good. <laughs> okay, Jody. I'm gonna go with a book. <clears throat> it's called The TechWise Family: Everyday Strategies for Putting Technology in Its Place. And it's by Andy Crouch. And I need to reread it actually, but it's really good for like, how do you handle how much and when your kids have media and just how much of our lives are consumed by that and how we can change that and all that. So anyhow, it was, it was really good. I liked it a lot. Awesome. That's very important because we use tech as babysitters a lot of the time, right? Yep. <laughs> for ourselves. Nope, I would never. I'm I would never. <laughs> My child is probably in the other room right now to keep them quiet. <laughs> okay, Jenny, you have another one? Sure. Um, this is a freebie. I have a few people I either follow on Instagram or listen to their podcasts. And a lot of times they'll put out newsletters or their secret posts or whatever they call them. And a lot of times on those, they will have playlists that they've created on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And I have down uh, you don't really download you just like it so that it's a favorite on yours on spotify and i've heard a lot of new good music that way and they'll usually like be a moody like one's the easy breezy music in the morning that she listens to in her with her family when they're getting ready and that one's been really fun and the people that i white farmhouse she has one lazy genius has a few brie mccoy has a few and the nester and i think all those people are on instagram and a couple of them have podcasts but those have been great so i would highly recommend if somebody says they have a podcast or a playlist to check it out cool okay we're coming to the last of my list you guys might have more but um it, i'm gonna go with powell's books so if you've ever been to portland yeah jody's giving me praise hands whatever jazz hands <laughs> uh, <laughs> Powell's Books is the most awesome bookstore. I mean, it if if you could ever go there, it encompasses like a city block. It's crazy. It's so good. I recommend that if you go there, if you're in Portland, you park in the parking garage because things are kind of crazy on the streets. Let's just put it that way. But Powell's Books, and they they have one in the um, Portland airport as well, a little mini version. 
Jenny. We have a few. We went to one that was near the Nike employee store. Remind me, Jenny, what city oh. that's in? Everton, probably. Uh, yeah, there's like a mall near there, and there's one oh, in okay. there, and it's oh, it's I didn't really know that. easy parking and all that. It's it's not mm-hmm. a huge building like the downtown one, but it's still plenty there. Okay. So, so we love Powell's books, don't we, Jody? Yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> okay. What's your next? And it's both new and used. I don't know if you mentioned that, but they both it's new what? and used. New and used. Books. Oh yeah, I didn't they mention have, that. And, and I'm pretty sure you can order online. So if you're anywhere else in the world, I'm sure you can get it. Um, I have probably one more. During COVID, I don't know if anybody in your family did puzzles, but we did a little bit of puzzle stuff. But I'd been on the lookout for wooden puzzles because they looked really cool. And actually, um, there's a variety of places that a lot of them have, I don't know now, but they had where there was a waiting time because they take a long time to make or whatever. But I I just purchased at Black Butte, actually. They had wooden puzzles there. And so now I have a wooden puzzle of uh, mountain and horses and stuff from there. But um, I think I would like to expand that collection a little bit more. And I know there's a couple online shops that I should check out. But anyhow, that was, if you've never tried a wooden puzzle, it's kind of fun. It's different than a regular puzzle. Is it more like a kid's puzzle or it's like no. a regular puzzle, only it's not cardboard, no. it's wood? Right. They're thicker pieces these were probably like a quarter or maybe a little more than a quarter inch thick mm-hmm. and there's different sizes mine was like 300 pieces but it's like a regular they must just do laser yeah laser cutting on them I don't know exactly how that works this company was out of Tacoma that made theirs but I know there's one out of Colorado and there's some other ones They're they're spendy but they're pretty neat. And some of them have like, these were just traditional shape pieces, but some of them have where the pieces themselves are like little animals or flowers, or it's all mixed together in a bigger thing. So anyhow. Jenny, do you have any more? I think the only other one I had on here, and I think Jody kind of mentioned it too, is Olive and June nail polish, which I've in almost any podcaster that I've heard their favorites list is on there right now. (laughs) But, um, they just have great colors and they have, I have the starter kit for manicure and it has like a, the color and a top coat and that top coat makes it stay for quite a while and they look great So and dry quickly too. I love it. Cool. And they have yeah. it at Target. You can buy them at Target and then also you can order them through their website too. I have a, a gel light, you know, for the whole gel nails. And what I did was I used because I only bought a color of all of June. And so, mm-hmm. but I had my top coat for my gel nails. So I, I used the light for just the color and then I put the top coat on and it's, it's really good because it's super smooth and it, and it mm-hmm. lasts way longer than not putting that on. So if you have a gel light, it works great. And combine well, or not. I know this is a not. video, this podcast, but your nails look really great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> This is actually, I think these are OPI. It was a gift, but um, it, you can put the gel over any regular polish and And that's make it Olive work. and June. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of that either until Jenny mm. mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm at the, uh, I'm out. I, I mean, other than another plug for Jody's company, <laughs> Fetching Web Design. <laughs> And Jenny's husband, Steve Denny, who did the music for the intro and outro of my podcast, love, love everything y'all do. Jody, do you have any more? I don't. I okay. mean, 
I could list books for days, but we won't bore right. people with that. <laughs> that's another podcast. Let's exactly leave that for another time because yeah, yeah, I could do it too. <laughs> well, this has been so fun. I've enjoyed connecting with y'all again, and I hope somebody in the audience can put one of these things to use. And I really hope that you tell us, you know, DM me on Instagram and I'm going to list Jenny and Jody's information in the show notes as well. If you got anything out of this or you like any of the stuff and, uh, or you can always email me at beacons of bravery at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you. It's been great hearing the feedback. And I know we've been a little bit Oregon focused, but a lot of this stuff can be shipped from all over. Any parting words from either of you? No, this was fun though. It's fun to see how many things we have in common and then also to learn new things too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's part of why it's Oregon focused because that's our common shared of our past and and current for you Jenny and yeah. so it makes sense that we would have a lot of that stuff in common but yeah you can get it everywhere mostly awesome well thank you all so much and we will see everybody on the next episode thank you for listening to the beacons of bravery podcast if you enjoyed the show I would love it if you would go and rate and review the show and also share it with somebody who you think would benefit from listening to the message I would also love to connect with you on Instagram, or you can email me at beaconsofbravery at gmail.com. I hope something that you heard today will help you go out and live a more joy-filled, inspired life. Don't keep playing it safe. Be brave today. And of course, a huge shout out to Steve Denny for providing the music for this podcast.